Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Kate Ryan. Casting an early ballot in Virginia. I think it's just really important that everybody come out and vote. I'm Nick Ainelli. Also on WTOP this morning. With what caused a five-plus-hour lockdown in an area neighborhood, I'm Christy King. Good Saturday morning, September 24th, 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Meteorologists are warning that a storm headed for eastern Canada now has the potential to be one of the most severe in the country's history. Forecaster Bob Robichaux at the Canadian Hurricane Center. Where it fits in the history books, we'll have to make that determination after the fact, but it it is going to be certainly a historic, uh, extreme event. For Eastern Canada. Women in Arizona who want to get an abortion will have to leave the state, says CBS's Jennifer Kuyper. A judge has reinstated Arizona's pre-statehood abortion ban that had been blocked for nearly 50 years by an injunction after the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision. Planned Parenthood had urged the judge not to allow the enforcement. Republican Attorney General Mark Burnovich had urged the judge to lift the injunction so that the ban could be enforced. Another high-profile defendant charged in the January 6th insurrection has has been convicted. Here's CBS's Scott McFarland. The jury convicted Doug Jensen of Iowa after just four hours of deliberations on all counts. Jensen was the man in the black QAnon shirt who led the mob that pursued lone Capitol Police officer Eugene Goodman near the U.S. Senate January 6th. So far, the Department of Justice has been undefeated at jury trials in Capitol riot cases. Thousands of military-aged men have joined an exodus from Russia on the second full day of a partial military mobilization. Former CBS Moscow Bureau Chief Beth Noble. Thousands of men who would have been affected have fled the country or are trying to flee the country. Airline tickets to leave Russia have skyrocketed in price to thousands of dollars apiece, and there are lines miles long at most of the border crossings where Russian men can leave the country without a visa, and, and even at some where you do need a visa to leave. The Iran- The Iranian government is further cracking down on demonstrators now after almost a week of mass protests over the death of a 22-year-old woman while she was in the custody of the morality police. CBS's Rami Innocencio has that. The protests, the biggest since 2019, have touched a nerve. Now women and men have spilled into the streets, attacking authoritarian symbols, chanting death to the dictator, even stoning an image of Iran's supreme leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. Actress Louise Fletcher has died. Mr. McMurphy, uh, the meeting is adjourned. All right, just wait a minute, will you? Just one minute. You can bring the subject up again tomorrow. Fletcher's Oscar-winning performance as the sadistic Nurse Ratchet in 1975's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest gave Hollywood one of its greatest villains. Louise Fletcher was 88 years old. This is CBS News. When you think of hiring, think of Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath & Tile. Did you know that usually one out of every three tiles are imperfect? At Metropolitan, we discard all tiles with imperfections so that our tile work is as perfect as possible. Even though the manufacturer states that imperfections are to be expected and are within acceptable guidelines. 
At Metropolitan, we believe that anything less than our absolute best is unacceptable. So call 1-800-NEW-BATH or visit us at metrobath.com. WTOP at 103. It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. It's September 24th, 2022. Clear to partly cloudy, colder this overnight early morning. Less windy, though, than it has been. Lows in the 40s and 50s. We're at 54 right now. Hi, Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you as we do right into this weekend morning together. We begin with campaign 2022 on WTOP and the very latest for you this Saturday morning. A major victory for advocates this week of mail-in ballots in Maryland locally. A judge now allowing those votes to be counted before Election Day. In his ruling, Montgomery County Judge James Bonifat says mandatory deadlines will be missed if he didn't take this action. Under the decision, mail-in ballots will be able to be counted as they come in for the election in Maryland in November. Counting can start October 1st. The State Board of Elections asked for this change, anticipating 1 million to 1.3 million mail-in ballots in this upcoming election. This ruling affects only this election, not others going forward. And of course, the effect is we'll all know who is elected, possibly on election night or soon after, and not weeks and weeks after those mail-in ballots are counted. In Rockville, Kyle Cooper. WTOP News. And a local election board in the states are reacting. Without allowing mail-in ballots to be counted as they're received, election results in Maryland can stretch for weeks, as they did in Montgomery County in the July 19th primary. Gilberto Zelaya with the Montgomery County Board of Elections says mail-in ballots have become increasingly popular in the state. Right now, the mail-in ballot request sits at about 116,000. Zelaya says the key to getting those timely election results is having voters return their mail-in ballots quickly. The decision by a Montgomery County Circuit Court judge applies to this election alone. It does not make a permanent change to Maryland state law. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. There was no immediate reaction from the campaign for Dan Cox, the Maryland state delegate who actually filed a motion to block the early mail-in vote count. Cox is running for governor against Democrat Wes Moore. Over to Virginia now, we turn this morning, where people are already casting their ballots and early voting across that state. The midterm elections aren't until November 8th, but Virginians are voting now. Frank Anderson was first in line at the Fairfax County Government Center. Well, it's kind of an annual tradition for me. I like to be among the first voters in the county. Why is he so passionate? At one time, he lost his right to vote. I had a felony conviction and uh, um, got my rights restored by a former Governor McDonald back in 2010. Not only is today the start of in-person voting, it's also when absentee ballots start to be mailed out to voters who applied for one. In Fairfax County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Early voting in Maryland starts October 27th and October 31st in D.C. It's 106 on WTOP Saturday morning. Turning the page, people can now move around freely in the Bailey's Crossroads area of Fairfax County locally this morning. Roads were closed for more than five hours Friday as police investigated a shooting in the area. Lifting the lockdown, Lieutenant Daniel Spital of Fairfax County Police says the gunfire that shattered glass and hit two cars at the Starbucks here on Leesburg Pike at South 7th Street was not from a high-powered rifle. What we went with was original information uh, from witnesses that believed that it came from across the street in that high-rise building. Spital says now that the forensics team has examined the scene and evidence. We're confident that those are pistol rounds. Again, no longer believe that they're from a 
position of elevation, uh, which uh, changes the course of the investigation. Police do want to hear from anybody, though, who might have seen anything related to the shooting before noon Friday. At Bailey's Crossroads, Christy King, WTOP the News. The kids are back in school and traffic is picked up, and yet some days it still looks and feels like summer. Hi, it's Chris Core. If your roof is getting old but it held up okay last year, doesn't mean it's ready to face another Washington winter. So right now is the ideal time to have a roof inspection to assess any damage that may have occurred during the steamy heat and the storms of summer and to check for any loose flashing. An inspection by roof masters will also prepare your home home for winter because nobody wants the surprise of a roof leak when winter comes around. I know Roofmasters. They did work on my house. I trust them. And you can too because they always say whenever you need any roofing work done, always get three estimates. Just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. That way you'll know you're getting quality work and a fair price. Find out more at Roofmasters.com or call 301-230-ROOF. That's 301-230-ROOF because with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. The Political Weekend Review next on WTOP. Good morning, 108, Saturday morning. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ian Crawford's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. We're starting again in the district, Dino, trying to get outbound on Canal Road at Chain Ridge Road. Well, right now you can't. Lanes are blocked. Crash activity, at least two vehicles involved. Lots of flashing lights and everyone going to be probably diverted at Arizona Avenue. You will not be able to get any farther than that outbound on Canal Road. Unclear where the diversion point would be inbound because I don't think anyone's getting inbound on the Clara Barton Parkway, the point where it turns into Canal Road to try to get into the district. On the rest of the district roadways are actually in fairly good shape. Let's go to Virginia and examine the issues we have on 66, and they are plentiful. Westbounders are going to be down to a single lane of travel in about five different spots between Leesburg Pike and Sudley Road. Yes, that's about a 20-mile stretch of roadway where you're going to have to negotiate things single file. The ride is better now than it was even even half an hour ago. It is steadily improving, but again, if you're trying to get from point A to point B in an expedient fashion, consider alternate routes, Route 29 to Route 50, to get you at least as far as Fairfax, or maybe take that farther up to 28 and then come back down 28 back down to I-66. The 66 express lanes have not gotten any indication one way or the other whether they've turned on those transponders requiring you to use an easy pass or an easy pass flex, whether they're actually charging a toll at this point, though they said they were supposed to start around midnight, they being VDOT. So again, if you're traveling the I-66 express lanes between Gainesville and Centerville, make sure you've got an easy pass or an easy pass flex. Otherwise, stay with the main travel lanes or you will get a very unwelcome bill. On 95, the work zone before and after Falmouth, right lane getting by and then near Marine Corps Base Quantico, one to the right is blocked, and then on the interloop after Arlington Boulevard, one left lane by the work. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking your weekend. A very cold start. I'll say cold because it's going to be well below average. Uh, you'll need the jacket to step out the front door in the morning. Highs, though, in the afternoon, upper 60s to low 70s. Looking like a great Saturday afternoon. Sunday, good chance of showers, a couple of thunderstorms. Not a washout of a day. Not everybody gets wet, but just be prepared for it. Look for a high close to 80. I'm Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're at 56 in Hyattsville, 50 Fredericksburg, Virginia, 58 East in Maryland. We having dropped a couple of degrees in the last few minutes. We're down to 54 in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, September 24th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The Political Weekend Review next this early morning on WTOP Saturday. The time is 1-11. Glad you're with us. 
You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Ugh. Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Veriheal, V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy, too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Veriheal sounds good. Tell me more. Veriheal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online. Private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. Veriheal.com. You're listening to WTOP News. Good Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. September 24th, 2022. Thanks for spending your early morning with us here at WTOP, WTOP.com, and, of course, on the WTOP app, where the time now is 1.13. Glad you're with us. Week in review. The clock ticking now for Congress to find the votes to keep the government operating after September 30th and avoid a government shutdown in an election year. Efforts are expected, we're told, to continue through this weekend with only three working days next week to get a deal before the deadline. This morning, Bob Cusack, editor-in-chief of The Hill, explains why the spending bill may be a deal-breaker for some senators right now. It's both a deal breaker for Democrats and Republicans. Republicans don't think the language is strong enough. They're still upset at Joe Manchin for agreeing to the Inflation Reduction Act, which is, as you mentioned, part of this deal. So they don't want to be associated with that. And many on the left, Bernie Sanders and others, are saying, no, this is not the way to go. So it doesn't appear like they have the votes. But Chuck Schumer has been adamant that it's going to be added to the government funding bill. I don't think there'll be a shutdown, but there's going to be a lot of drama over the next week. Can you give us more insight into the deal? What is it exactly? Well, it's a deal that Manchin said, okay, I will agree to the Inflation Reduction Act. There's pipeline language that would help West Virginia. It's been a top priority for Joe Manchin. And remember, Joe Manchin is up for re-election in 2024, and I'm sure he's making the case that he really needs this if he's going to run for re-election. He hasn't said that he will yet. But certainly he's the only Democrat that can win in in a state like West Virginia in a presidential election year. Uh, Could be another nail biter heading up to the deadline next week. The uh, calendar is also moving quickly to the November midterm elections, Bob. And there appears to be some internal divisions among Republicans as concerns are mounting about the GOP retaking control of the Senate. What is going on? Well, they've had a rough stretch with candidates saying controversial things. They're falling behind in key states like Arizona and New Hampshire, as well as Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, they have to win, I think, in order to win the Senate. So they're doubling down on Pennsylvania. But some money, Republican money, is coming out of states like New Hampshire and Arizona. That's a good sign for Democrats, but not a guarantee that they're going to hold the Senate. 
With the Political Week in Review, Editor-in-Chief of The Hill, Bob Cusack, in a conversation with Mark and Gigi. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. September 24th, 115 in Frankie's turn once again this early hour. There is a new member of the 700 Club in Homer's Albert Pujols. It's number 699 and 700 in the same game. Joins Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth in the 700 Club. Nationals lacked offense yet again. They lose 5-2 at the Miami Marlins. Lane Thomas actually led off the game with a uh, solo homer, but then they didn't get anything until the 8th. Joey Manessis with an RBI double, but that was it offensively. Josiah Gray striking out three over six innings of work. He gave up four earned runs. Nats fall in their opener at the Marlins, 5-2. to two. Birds were winners, knocking off Houston, 6-zip Friday night at Oriole Park at Camden Yard, same two on Saturday. College football, Virginia dug a 16-zip hole, fought back but lose in the end. Late field goal by Syracuse, 22-20. Orange off to a 4-0 and start. Back to college football. Big day Saturday for Maryland football as they visit Michigan. 17-point underdogs are the Terps who are trying to go to 4 0 as well. Again, Albert Pujols, career homer number 700. Nats fall to the Marlins. I'm Frank Handran, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 117, Saturday morning, September 24th on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you this early Saturday morning hour on TOP, a Maryland judge ruling this week that elections officials locally can start counting mail in ballots as soon as October 1st. However, no results, we're told, will be revealed until polls actually close on election night. The governor apparently supports that decision. An autopsy shows this week a black man from Colorado died after he was injected with too much sedative and restrained by police outside of Denver. 23-year-old Elijah McClain died in 2019. Three police officers and two paramedics are facing charges in his death. The original autopsy said the cause of death could not be determined. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Saturday morning, where the time now is 117. In Virginia, they will be sentenced uh, this winter for a strong, a string of armed robberies, that is. The three-time convicted felon is now convicted of armed robberies after holding up convenience stores and gas stations over five weeks. Rashawn Perkins wore a ski mask and used a gun to hold up the 7-Eleven last December and then a few weeks later robbed the Sunoco at gunpoint. The U.S. Attorney's Office says Perkins went back to both of those businesses and held them up again in early February. According to federal prosecutors, when detectives with the Fairfax County Police Department went to search Perkins' home, body camera footage showed him throwing the gun he used in the crimes out of his bedroom window. He could get anywhere from 28 years to life in prison when he is sentenced in January. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. WTOP, Saturday morning at 118. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. 95, you got some work to step around northbound, a couple, three spots. Northbound is before and after Falmouth. It's a right lane to get by. This one actually may stretch as far as Center Park Parkway before you get all your travel lanes back, seeing issues with delays after exit 133, passing exit 136 before all the travel lanes come back to you. And then there's work at foot northbound after, or before I should say, Marine Corps Base Quantico. Exit 148 should be right lane getting by. Just trying to get a, a fresh look at our cameras here on 66 westbound. The ride better still, but again, not great. And you get down to a single lane of travel in five different spots between exit 66 Leesburg Pike 
and exit 47, Sudley Road. Yeah, you, you do the math there. It's 19 miles of road where at some point you're going to be down to long stretches of single-file traffic. If you're trying to get from point A to point B in an expedient manner, consider alternate routes. Otherwise, be prepared to be dodging and weaving the cones basically between Leesburg Pike and Sudley Road, westbound on 66. Eastbounders, you're not out of the woods either. After 28 Centerville, a left lane by that work. Then before and after Fairfax, exit 57 for Route 50, the right lane gets by. The 66 express lanes cannot tell whether they have turned on the transponders yet. Make sure you've got your Easy Pass or your Easy Pass Flex all the same. Those express lanes and the tolls supposed to be going live today, Saturday. On the Capitol Beltway, the interloop work after Arlington Boulevard heading toward I-66, a left lane getting by. Back to the district, status quo on Canal Road, outbound. All the lanes are blocked near Chainbridge Road for the crash. I believe this also affects your inbound travel. Basically, you don't want to go there. If you have to use the key bridge, use another bridge instead. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. A cool start to the day for sure, and you'll need the jacket stepping out the front door, but you will not need them long. Plenty of sunshine, high temperatures getting back into the upper 60s to low 70s. Still below average, but not bad. Sunday, we'll go back above average, close to 80. A good chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, but not a washout at all. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we're at 53 in Reston, 56 Bethesda, 49 in Woodbridge. We are back up a degree to 55 in our nation's capital. What a more Saturday morning, September 24th, the weekend. We've made it, everybody. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 121. Stick around. Shifting gears coming up. We'll check out stuff for you to watch this weekend. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at Bank with United. Member FDIC. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. If you've tried antidepressants and talk therapy but continue to feel depressed, you should know it doesn't have to be that way. Greenbrook TMS NeuroHealth specializes in treating the toughest cases of depression with TMS therapy, the safe and effective FDA-cleared non-drug, non-invasive therapy. If medications and talk therapy haven't fully resolved your symptoms of depression, schedule a free consultation today with Greenbrook TMS NeuroHealth. Visit GreenbrookTMS.com. That's GreenbrookTMS.com. We are here to help. Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers, winery samplers or all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers, for those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. Mm. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Tell us what you're seeing on your commute. Call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. Washington's top news, traffic and weather, keeping you informed 24-7, 365. It's Saturday, September 24th. Time now on WTOP 123. Good morning. Welcome in. Thanks for sharing your weekend with us here at WTOP. There's no business 
Stuff to watch this weekend. A young couple played by Harry Styles and Florence Pugh move into the perfect neighborhood in Don't Worry Darling, but the town and its neighbors, well, apparently are not that perfect. We're all here because we believe in the mission. What are we doing? Changing the world. What are we doing? Changing the world. That's right. Like this morning, Vulture critic Jen Cheney explains for us the highly anticipated film and what it's all about. There's also a lot of drama surrounding Don't Worry Darling that I would need a full half hour to recap it. Oh, my. But su suffice it to say, this movie has some not-so-hot buzz surrounding it, and the movie is not as bad as you may have heard. I don't think it's a great film, but I do think it's a good movie. Florence Pugh's character and her husband, who's played by Harry Styles, they're in this neighborhood. It looks like it's maybe the 60s. It looks like Palm Springs. But something is off, and Florence Pugh's character realizes that right away. So you're spending the movie kind of trying to figure out what's really going on in this environment. She does a fantastic job in the lead role, and the movie is beautiful looking, but it is a little bit derivative. It feels like something we've seen before, and the twist that happens at the end of the movie, which I won't spoil, is a little bit confusing. So switching to the new Star Wars series, Andor, there's a lot of social media chatter and buzz about this series, which dropped earlier this week on Disney+. Plus. Tell us about this one. Three episodes of Andor are already available to watch right now on Disney+. Plus. This centers around Cassian Andor, the character that Diego Luna played in Rogue One. And it gives me more kind of Blade Runner vibes and Star Wars vibes in a good way. It feels like a more adult kind of Star Wars series than we've seen on Disney Plus before. So I do recommend this one. Checking down stuff for you to watch this weekend. Vulture critic Jen Cheney on Skype talking with Mark and Gigi. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Your home, your success. That's something I see on Jennifer Young's newsletters. This is Dave Johnson. Jennifer Young and her team with their marketing will help you get the most out of your home when it's time to sell. Give Jennifer a call at 877-611-SELL or go online to jenniferyounghomes.com. Tell me what homes sell on time. Jennifer Young Homes. What homes sell for more money. Oh, Jennifer Young Homes. Go to jenniferyounghomes.com. William Realty, 703-815-5700. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Checking your money news Saturday morning on WTOP. A slight rise in the number of Americans asking for those jobless benefits. The Labor Department says applications inched up by about 5,000, reaching 213,000. The job market remains historically strong. But the question remains, can it maintain that strength as the Fed, Federal Reserve, continues to raise those interest rates to hold down inflation? This morning, Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst for Bankrate.com, with his reads on the latest numbers. I think the real takeaway here is the job market remains remarkably stable and robust. And unfortunately, and this is why financial markets are reacting the way they are, the job market's too strong for the likes of the Federal Reserve, which looks at all of this as another source of inflation when there seems to be no shortage of potential sources of rising or sustainingly high prices. It kind of seems antithetical to our values, doesn't it, that a very, very strong job market can be problematic, Mark? It does. And, you know, Chairman Powell has been asked about that many times, including by me. The problem is that, and this is the inherent conflict, not to mention, you know, quote unquote values, which is a, an accurate statement or phraseology, 